and five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to America.com. My name is Rich Doc Hayden, and I am with Harpo. And here we are. It is the end of August. If you live in California or Georgia, then school has started for your kids. I know that New York has another week to go. They always start after Labor Day, which is a little bit later than usual, but um, maybe that's to allow kids to get an extra week or two of summer in there. Harp, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good, good, good. Your, your kids off to a good start at school? Everybody's healthy. Excellent. Um, Still, still energized and excited about going to school. So. Good, good, yeah. We've been doing good. Uh, my daughter. So the only problem we had was the first week we um, had a little difficulty doing homework, and you know, I was a little surprised, but I don't know why I was surprised about this because I hated homework as a kid. So I was like, I, you know, the, the first week we were having trouble getting her to do it, and I was like. Why doesn't she like doing it? What's going on? And I was like, uh, I hated homework. So, um, and just now we were just doing a little homework with her. And she, she, uh, she likes doing the fun parts, but she don't like doing the hard parts. So we got to kind of stick with her a little bit. But we're gonna, we're gonna get her done. You know what I mean? So, tell her it only gets harder. I don't want to tell her that because then she's gonna get discouraged. But mm, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Just wait till you get into multiplication. That's when it. Wait till they put the alphabet in the in the math problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hated algebra. Yeah, I, letters aren't supposed to be in in uh, a math problems. They're supposed to be numbers. So, but anyway, so here we are. Speaking of math, we've had uh actually had a couple of um, relatively quiet week news wise. But one of the things that I know. Um, got a lot of people talking, was the college loan forgiveness. President Biden so um, authorized um, up to $10,000 in loan forgiveness for federal student loans. Um, and also, and you can combine these, $10,000 in loan forgiveness for Pell Grants. And um, the this has uh, set off a whole lot of debate um, on both the left and the right, and has, uh, you know, obviously taken a partisan spin, as everything does nowadays. But let me ask you, Harp, what do you think about the loan forgiveness? Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't agree with it. I mean, mm -hmm. if they take the loan out, they should pay it back. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's just a part of, uh, you know, adulthood 101. Uh, I mean... Some somebody comes and borrows money from me, I expect them to pay it back. I don't uh, expect. I mean, I, we shouldn't have to bail out the ones who don't want to pay it back when we had no say so whether you get the loan or not. I didn't co-sign with you, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but now we're going to be forced to pay it back. Mm -hmm. That's, that's an interesting point. I um, uh, yeah. Well, and um, well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. Uh, so let's say you had all of these loans, and the government had forgiven ten thousand dollars of it. Would you have accepted that loan forgiveness? 
I mean, anybody gonna give you ten grand? Why wouldn't you? I mean, mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a dumb question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Who in their right mind would yeah, yeah, yeah. accept ten thousand dollars? I mean. I'm not. I'm not knocking the ones who are going to get it. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that the ones who don't want to give it are being forced to give it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what really sucks. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the um. So I, uh, so I actually I was in favor of it. I was pretty happy to see it. Now I was one. I'm actually in a unique position to talk about it because one. Uh, I'm a person who paid off all of his student loans previous to this and um uh i paid them all i said i paid them off the month before the pandemic started which was which was great and um they're all paid off and i i'm actually not um i'm not mad that i didn't get to take any advantage of this for a couple reasons number one um yeah, I know. Like, I hated my student loans, and I would have loved a little relief. And I know that they're a big burden to a lot of people, and this is really helping uh, a lot of people out, which I definitely um, am all about. And um, you know, I'm like the uh, uh, as I, I you know I definitely I, I definitely would have taken it. And yeah, if if you know we can help some folks out, um, I'm all about it. So uh, yeah, let's. Um, Let's go ahead and let's uh, uh, forgive some of them. I do think that I think there are some issues that this doesn't resolve. Uh, I you know I don't think that this reduces. This is like a one-time thing, so I don't think that it reduces the cost of college going ahead for um, you know the next generation or for anybody you know <clears throat> somebody that is you know maybe in college right now who hasn't started paying off their loans. They're not gonna, to my knowledge. Um, they're not going to see any of this. And if, if I don't know, if there's a, some sort of provision written in for them. Are you them, kidding me? Mm-hmm. Their eyes are just wide open right now. They're like, shit, they're forgiving all these. They're going to forgive me too. That's, it's it's going to keep giving. That is another, that's another, that's another good point too. I did read one of those. Um, I did read a couple of, you know, articles of people who are criticizing and that's one of the points they made. They're like now, you know, everybody who is, um, you know, every college student, you know, going forward is going to be, you know, waiting on their ten thousand uh, dollar, you know, th- their forgiveness, and it may or, you know, well, well it probably I mean, won't. You happen. might, you, you might as well just say, hey, as soon as you turn eighteen, we're going to give you ten thousand dollar. Mm-hmm. You do what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. it. I mean, that's that's basically what's going to have to happen. Yeah. And, you know, I tell you the truth, I actually wouldn't be entirely opposed I think like if everybody at like the age 25 like I, I think 18 is a little young because you're kind of stupid when you're 18 but like 25 or 30 everybody got like just $10,000 from the government to, to, to help them out with whatever it is um, I think that would be a very interesting um, experiment to see what people, sure. people do with it you know, you, you, know how, you, you know how much crime that would bring to the age group of 25 to yeah. 30. Yeah, because that's why... That's, <laughs> I mean, those people are, will be eating each other's hearts and livers <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to get that little bitty $10,000. Mm-hmm. There'd be so much fraud in that, and there's going to be fraud all... There's fraud written all in this thing. Well, well you, get, you, get a, you get a one-time payment of 10000 bucks, and that's it. And just like, you, you fill out... I mean, you, can, you don't have to if you don't want to. You don't, but, you, but, 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 but... We're going to pay for people who aren't Americans, too, though. 
this, this, I'm sure this student loan is going to forgive on top of that. So how do you, how do you, how would you justify giving 10000 to every, every Social Security card holder? Every, everyone with a Social Security number. Well, I mean, that's, that's not fair, though, in, in the liberals' eyes. Well, I mean, if it's... That's, if, not, that's not fair. But if it's every, literally everybody, if, like, let's just say... Let's just say you, you, Do you know how much crime that's going to bring even more from the illegal side, immigrant side, to the... American. Well, you have you if you don't, us for our money. basically if you don't if you don't qualify if in my little hypothetical scenario if you don't qualify for Social Security you won't qualify for this because uh, you know um, uh, undocumented immigrants don't get Social Security payments and they shouldn't yeah they shouldn't but they don't they but, never right. put into it mm-hmm. well I think they, you have to have a Social Security number to put you in. You might have to. You might be right about that. You're right. You're right. You don't, they don't put you in Social Security. That's correct. They pay other taxes. <laughs> I guarantee. I mean, if you don't have a Social Security number and you're paying taxes, you're a dumbass. Well, you pay like you pay sales tax. Um, no, that's 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 yeah, but that's irrelevant for when it comes to making wages. Though. Yeah, but um, no, but like um, but if you if if there was a program where everybody when you turn, I think like thirty or thirty five, because when you're that age, you're thinking about buying a home. You're you're an adult, so you're not gonna, you know, go spend it all on you know, uh, uh, you know, beer and Snickers bar like you would if you were eighteen. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, the uh, yeah. If 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 everybody just got a lump sum, ten thousand dollars, you could probably you could pay down some of your debt. You could use it towards a down payment of your house. You could pay off I don't know your auto loan or something. You know what I mean? I think that would be a interesting little stimulus for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. But, but yeah, so how are, I, I imagine that most people in Georgia and most conservatives are probably unhappy with uh, his loan forgiveness, with Biden's loan forgiveness. Oh, yeah, I mean, there ain't nobody around here, just too many people around here for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. All right. Well, it did fall, yeah, it did fall under partisan Partisan lines as I as I thought it would, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, but I do know there are a lot of people. I mean, you know, everybody here is just saying he's, he's buying votes with it. Mm-hmm. That's what the uh, conservative side is saying. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it swings him, swings him some votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you're 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 right about that. I do think that this is something that is going to be very popular with. Um, Younger voters and uh, you know the, uh, the the kids, so to speak, who Biden is not very popular among. So um, this is definitely outreach towards them. You know what I mean? I think I, I would say it could be the opposite too, though. How's it? I mean, because the young sees how how the how the uh, the ones ahead of them are, are suffering. So I mean, th- this ain't gonna help our economy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't going to, I mean, you're talking, now it's what, up to 500 billion or trillion? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, I don't remember the exact number, but I know it's way up there. So, I mean, our economy is already uh, in a recession. So. Well, we're not, we're not really in a recession right now. There's still inflation's really high. I've read, you know, I've read, Dueling accounts. Some people say that uh, 
like that this credit will increase inflation, but um, some people said it, it may, but just a little bit. Others have said it won't. But um, yeah, what I personally, what I think it'll do is, is I don't think it's going to raise inflation too, too much because, you know, if, if you got like $100,000 in student loans, like this $10,000 in relief is going to be very, very nice, but it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to lower your payments. So if you're paying like... Um, oh, what it's going to do is that individual is probably not going to make a payment for a year. However long ten thousand or holding over, and then when it comes time to start paying it again, they're not gonna be able to. Uh, well, you know, here's a, here's another thing that's that's kind of interesting too, which depends. Like, so, all right, if you are all right, if you got a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in college loan debt, and you were like, you took that and you're a lawyer or a doctor or something, chances are, you're you're and you're a successful lawyer, or doctor. Chances are you're a pretty responsible person, you wouldn't have had a lot of trouble paying that back in the first place. And that $10,000, while nice, really isn't going to change too, too much for you. So your, your, your monthly payment goes from like 1500 bucks a month to like 1400 bucks a month. You know, and that's nice, but that ain't, that's not going to really, really change too much. I think where it's going to make a difference is like, you know, teacher, people who are teachers... Um, you know, service jobs where you need a college degree for, and you may have like, I don't know, between like twenty and like fifty thousand dollars of debt. Like, if you got twenty thousand dollars of debt, that's going to cut your monthly um, student loan payment in half. That's really going to help a lot of people out. And if you got fifty thousand dollars in debt, that's going to cut it by like twenty percent. And that's still that's still a nice little chunk of change to be saving. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that, and then there are some other provisions too where I I, I have to read, but I think. They'll they'll pay them off entirely after a certain couple of years if you do certain jobs I believe, so um, so it's more than just that. So he's trying to get some people into some uh, uh, some other jobs, some jobs that you know teachers and public service jobs that don't um, get the attention that they should. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a billionaire tech entrepreneur, well you don't have student loans, so it don't matter. But you know, yeah, they're not getting help from this. You know what I mean? So. I mean, they're the ones who are going to have to pay it. And, I, and, and I'm not too... I, I, and I, actually, that doesn't make me too sad at all. I don't mind Mark Zuckerberg paying for a couple kids to get some, some loan relief. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so, he, uh, he actually went on a... He went in, Joe Rogan just interviewed him, and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I, wanna, I think I'm going to watch it in the next couple of days, see what he has to say. So, anyways... So I know he said he said something about the Hunter Biden thing. Oh, did he? You see that? Yeah, mm-hmm. he said. Uh, I want to say it was before the twenty twenty. I have to I have to reread it. Mm-hmm. Something about the FBI reached out to him about something. Interesting. Like the Hunter Biden case. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Now the, the Republicans are. Wanting to get him under oath so he can say it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You know, it's a cat and mouse game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I got another one that I'd love to get your opinion on. So, California um, is either either just passed or about to pass a law that states all new cars sold in California by 2035 have to be electric or else they're going to get charged a 
penalty of $20,000 per car. So now that's just all new cars, all used cars, all, you know, you can still sell used gasoline cars and there's still going to be gas stations and so forth, but all new cars in California by 2035 are going to have to be um, electric. Did you hear, did you hear about this? Yeah, I did. No, okay. What, what's your, what's yeah. your thought on it? Man, if I was a, a car dealership guy, I would be building like right on the line inside Nevada, Arizona, nice. or, or you know all the border states. Mm-hmm. They could probably rack up. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you can go out of state and buy and bring back. I, I believe so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you and can. With, with with no penalty. Um, that, I I didn't read that, but I think you know you can still you can still buy um, buy and sell used gas cars. So I think it's right. just you can't like, if you're a car dealership in the state of California, come twenty thirty five, you're not going to be able to sell. Uh, you're only going to be able to sell electric vehicles or used cars. I guess yeah, used used car. I'm sure yeah. I don't, I don't think this affects the used car market either. Yeah, you're probably going to have a bunch of used cars lots in California. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I also read that a bunch of other states are. Are, are going to adopt it as well, like New York, Oregon. I think there were a few others. So um, you might find that um, you know you're in a situation where like half the states in America um, are going to implement this, and if that happens, then um, I think the rest of the states will follow. But but do you think it's let, let me let me get back to you. do you think it's going to be possible? No. No. I mean, it it, it will be for. You know, one or two states. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see uh, what it what it brings after it goes into effect. But I mean, we're talking thirteen years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get a whole new regime in there. That, that, that state could change colors, and it all go away. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I was like, why, why wait until 2035 if you're going to do it? Well, I think it's to give everybody plenty of time to... Um, 13 to... years? Mm-hmm. I, I could say five years, maybe. I mean, that, that should be plenty of time. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I, it might have been to give everybody extra extra time like so like um i know that gm though gm oh i forget the year but gm said oh gosh and i think it's before 2035 i think they said before 2035 they're going to be converting to all electrical vehicles and um no more gas powered vehicles so i i I do know this though harp by the time so let me see i'll be 55 in 2035 by the time i'm 70 in 2050 I think it is going to be next to impossible to buy a new gas-powered car in the United States. Maybe even earlier, but that would be the latest, I think. I think it will be next to impossible. And the, um, I think that uh, uh, battery technology is going to be uh, uh, really good by then. I, w- I will say one thing. I will say one thing. I think that this is... It's more of a challenge for people in rural areas than in um, urban areas. Like for me, for example, I drive. I only drive my car maybe mm, 
150 to 200 miles a week, right? So I need like one charge a week. So it would be, it is going to be more difficult for people in rural areas. But but you got the solar panels, man. So you might actually, if you got the solar panels in your house and you get an electric car, you might not just be paying for electricity. You might not be paying for gas, period. Oh, I'd still have to pay for gas. I mean, like you said, it wouldn't work for me. I mean, I I drive mine way more than that. Plus, mm-hmm. I mean, your your car probably never gets off of pavement. Mm-hmm. No, we're, yeah, we're, hitting, yeah. we're hitting dirt roads, and I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't, I don't foresee a a, a battery power thing holding up to these dirt roads for, for very long. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that's it's. I don't, that's why I, I don't think in my lifetime, and I'm a couple years younger than you, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't foresee seeing the whole country being, being green like that when it comes to transportation. No way. Mm. Interesting, because. Here's my prediction. I think I would I would think that I would think the airlines would probably be be more likely to be all completely mm. gas free before cars in America will be. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, here what I'm saying. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying that by by 2050 there are gonna be no gas powered cars on the road because there still will be, but. It's just gonna. They're gonna be um, no new ones, and they're gonna be and EVs. I think will outnumber them, but I think so. Here's here's my prediction, and we're gonna see this. This I want to see if this happens in a couple of years. This is gonna come to pass. I think that when the the like liberal cities like the if if they if they sold um, if you know GM Ford sold electric cars for. Uh, on a reasonable price, twenty between twenty and thirty thousand dollars. Like people in cities would scoop them up. Like they 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 buy them as fast as Ford or um, uh, GM can make them. Where I think the challenge is going to be, so you get to like Red State America, is going to be convincing you know yeah people in rural areas to go ahead and do this. I think when um, you know Ford has you know the you know, the F one fifties their line of pickups and stuff when they introduce. A line of e uh, electric vehicles that are either just as strong or you know stronger than the current gas-powered vehicles. That's when I think you're gonna start to see public opinion turn, like turn in in some red states when they like try them out and they're like, oh shit, these are like pretty powerful. And th- those days are coming. Believe me, those days are coming. Mm-hmm. I think so. Well, I mean, we see we, we can, you can see it on a golf course, maybe. Versus, you know, gas-powered golf carts and electric golf carts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You see more. You see more gas-powered golf carts than you do electrical, unless you go to the cities. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because kind of a mix here. Like just like now, there's like a, you know, like in LA, there are a lot of Teslas and this other company, Rivian. Which are cool, but they're all like sixty thousand bucks, and um, like you know, regular people just can't afford that. And and then the the other issue, which is kind of a challenge, is if you live in an apartment building, then um, you have to. Uh, it's kind of hard to plug them in. But like my bo- my old boss had one, and he lived in a house, 
I think he had a Tesla, and he lived in a house, and he'd just go home at night, plug it in, and it was done. And I remember we were talking about it once, and he was like, he's like, oh, man, I haven't, he owned it for like a year. He's like, I haven't thought about, like, stopping in a gas station for like a year. You know what I mean? I was like, well, all right, that's kind of cool. I stopped and, you know, I, I put uh, uh, 30 bucks in my tank today, and, um, yeah, it would be nice to not have to fucking pay for gas. So, yeah. 30 bucks got you, what, about four gallons out there? Got me, got me five, like five and three-quarter gallons, so not that much. So, I wouldn't even fill my lawnmower up. Yeah, not that much, so what are you going to do, but... But yeah, I mean, I would, now, you know, so me, personally, I actually love um, stick shift cars, and like, I'd love, I owned one, and I thought it was great, and I'd love to own another one, but um, if my next car, uh, you know, if I had a choice between like a cool old stick shift or an electrical vehicle, ooh, I might have to go with the electric, but we'll see, we'll see, so, anyway, so that's that, so Harp, what, what's going on down in Georgia, how, how big is your, your election mail pile? It's it's steadily climbing. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're getting down to the uh, to the sure enough. We're fixing to make our final push in the mailbox. Oh, Stacy Abrams was here in Lagrange. Really? Uh, yeah, she came to she came and spoke somewhere. I didn't know she was coming. Mm-hmm. Probably because I don't follow none of those feeds or anything mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. yeah she she was here in Lagrange. interesting uh, you know campaigning interesting so but they're starting to make their rounds you know it's getting getting time to amp it up mm-hmm. so i'm assuming that that just means the mailbox is fixing the shirt up amp up too you know something. You know what I think would make America. Now that all the primary, now that all the primaries are done. So. Nice. You know what I think would make American democracy a lot better is if they. Well, actually, I was gonna say if they start, if they can. You can only campaign two to three months out, and I guess we're in that three month window. But you can only campaign campaign like two to three months out. Like you can't you can't do it. Like they're really dragged out. They're like six seven months long. They're like if it was like all right. You can't, um, you can't campaign or send out uh, ads f- until three months before election day, and then like as soon as it's midnight, boom, you can mail all that shit out and start doing it. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know. I, there's too much money in it, so I'm, that's just never going to change. Good luck, Richard. I'd say term limits. That too. That too. I agree. That would really help America out. I completely agree. I think that would help a whole bunch. Yup, yup, yup. Term limits and um, let me see what else. Uh, yeah, just yeah, more accountability, more direct accountability. How how's it looking? Do you think um, are are Kemp and uh, Abrams are they neck and neck? Is Kemp ahead? Is Abrams ahead? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, they haven't really threw out no polls, uh, poll numbers or anything like that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, I'm sure they're. They're going to keep that tight lip until right there at the end. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Herschel Walker and the Warnock race, <clears throat> it's just as more looked at mm. than the governor race is. Because that's, you know, that's potentially a seat that 
we'll go back red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you think it's do you think that it's possible that there's going to be a split like, like um, like the Abrams could win and uh, Walker could win, or you know, or vice versa? Or do you think it's going to go you know, entirely blue or entirely red? One way or the no, other. No, yeah, it'll, it'll go one way or the mm, other. I think. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I mean, if I had to, if I had to guess, it would stay blue at the federal, and and Kemp would would still be there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the state would stay red. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be interesting because I, I, I still think that the Republicans are gonna take the House. But I think that they're going to have a harder trouble taking the Senate. And I don't think that they're going to win the House by as big a margin as they... Like, if we'd had this conversation two or three months ago, I would be like, all right, the Democrats are going to get completely just, just annihilated in November. But um, while I still think the, the, the Republicans are going to um, win the House and do better in November than the Democrats are, I don't think it's going to be... Um, as big of a swing as I thought that it was going to be. And I think a couple of things, you know, inflation, while still high, isn't as high. Prices are coming down a little bit. Um, the economy overall is doing okay. Um, I think that this Roe versus Wade, I think the Democrats have really um, started to capitalize on this. And, uh, and Trump, you know, Trump just can't stay out of stuff. And uh, why I think that, that and, you know, in a, a, a couple, you know, deep red states, like he's, he's helped a lot of candidates, you know, in some of these purplish states, um, I don't think he's doing the Republicans a lot of favors by sticking his nose in things, but, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to see. I think that, uh, it's going to the next thing, because things, things have been changing, um, oh, and this, this student loan thing too, like this student loan thing, I think we got to see if it'll bring a bunch of young people out for the Democrats, you know? So, um, yeah, this is the kind of thing, like, if Biden had done it, uh, you know, a couple months before hit the general, the presidential election, I definitely think it would have helped him, but, you know, we're going to have to see, you know what I'm saying? So. He don't even know if he's going to run again, does he? Yeah, I think, if I had to guess, then he, he probably will. I mean, unless he doesn't die of a heart attack or something, but, like, um, I think he's planning on it, you know. The, um, the Democrats do not have a pretty deep bench at the moment, so um, if he doesn't run... It's going to be Kamala Harris, who Kamala Harris is actually not that popular. Um, and I, I mean, she's she's okay, but I don't love her. I don't think I'll, there are only a handful of people that really, really, really love her. You know what I mean? And she's not. Who, who, who is that? Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't really know. <laughs> people don't know. Who people. is that? Yeah. So um, you know, things could change for her, but. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. She just, I don't know. It was interesting when he picked her. I was like, okay, I, I see why. But like, um, the, uh, uh, you know, I think, I think Stacey Abrams would have been way, way, way more popular. She'll, see, if she wins, let me tell you something. If she wins the governorship, and either Biden loses, she might, she might be, um, uh, uh, she might be in line. She might be a, a, a president, a Democratic presidential nominee one day. I really wouldn't be surprised. Um, if she wins and wins and gains a um, uh, a lot of Democratic support, because she, I think she's actually tell you the truth. I think she's just more talented than Harris, and um, you know has just a broader appeal than Harris does. Um, but but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. You know what I mean? I, I didn't believe me. I did not expect 
Joe Biden to uh, win in 2020. I didn't expect him to run during the primaries, um, right before COVID started. I I didn't expect him to win. He came he came out of nowhere and um, just came out of his basement. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, and just just, just kicked ass. So uh, you know, I have I have no idea what's assuming assuming he if he if he were to not run, I think it's up for grabs. But I think he's I think he's gonna run. So, uh, yeah. Well, we're about at the end. Harp, you got anything else for us? No, man. All right, man. The yeah. last thing I'm going to say is, everybody, the last couple weeks of summer, enjoy it. If your kids are starting school again, um, you know, do your best to get outside with them as much as possible. Enjoy Labor Day. Eat a bunch of hot dogs. Uh, do some grilling. Um, I'm going to Santa Barbara. Harp, you going partridge shooting? Dove hunting. Dove hunting. Sorry, dog. I'm sorry. I said partridge. Dove hunting. Cool, man. Cool. Well, I hope you guys get a bunch. So, all right, Harp. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. And thank you to everybody who listens. We love talking to you. Have a great Labor Day, and we will see you next week.